I tell you what, though, let's talk yeah. about yesterday for a minute. Yes, Women of War Rebirth uh, started at 2 o'clock. We had uh, quite a few uh, speakers from WN Ministry. They shared their testimonies. They shared their victories. They shared their experience and growth uh, with Women of War, and which Women of War is a platform not just for women but also for men. It just happened to be birthed from a woman. And uh, we had the men on the line with us covering us in prayer. So we had an exciting time of development and growth in the things of the kingdom of God, yeah. setting us free. Amen. And it, and it was just such a blessing uh, to see um, women from all over come yeah. in and um, Here's a key word, vulnerable, to be really vulnerable. Uh, yes. If you're not vulnerable, you won't grow. Um, so and I loved it because they came in with such vulnerability, yes. but strength. Yes. And um, I, I, as, as the pastor, I learned a lot of how the women, and, and I kept saying this, the women, they are willing. The mm -hmm. women are just willing to get it right. Yeah. They're willing to do what it takes um, um, to bring the gospel forth. Uh, mm -hmm. They're willing to do what they need to do to live right, to get their yes. life right, mm -hmm. to get their thinking right. Mm -hmm. And it's such a refreshing, um, I think, uh, event and moment when we can sit back and mm -hmm. really still have that peace. And they got answers yesterday. Amen. They got yes. answers. Some got doors open yes. uh, where they needed to uh, go through that they've just been standing there at that moment yeah. but you need to have the proper encouragement and teacher you um, and your staff and all that were assisting you yes um, they thank you, were everyone I don't yeah. want to call out names then you forget someone so thank you everyone everybody for, for their support yeah. during uh, aim to women to war rebirth yeah. so it was an exciting time yeah. and uh, aim to is for mental um, attitude that impacts our, our mental mindset. So we have quite a few different programs that really help develop the person, their, their mindset, which is their, a set way of thinking and belief system. And that's, our mindset is what determines what direction we go, what we believe about ourselves, how we see ourselves, yeah. and who we actually become. Yeah, I, as I was saying, it, it, is, it was such an um, empowerment mm -hmm. um, day and it was uh, it was about four hours, but it was it was like it was you know an hour long event yeah. mm -hmm. because the women were very engaged. Um, they were. and that's the the thing that I love about uh, the women. Men, you can learn a lot from your help, mm -hmm. and I've learned a lot of uh, spiritual, um, I would say, aspects of my uh, walk mm -hmm. uh, as a pastor from studying and studying the way the women. Um, are very eager and they're very yeah. willing. That is the key word. Um, you, can do, you can do nothing if a person mm -hmm. is not willing. You can provide every tool. Yeah, every resource, you can yes. have every resource, access to mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. and everything. But unless you take advantage of uh, that um, connection, mm -hmm. but that connection is your willingness. The, what really changes a person is their willingness mm -hmm. to want to change. Mm -hmm. That's where, you know, it's like the power is there, mm -hmm. but is waiting at the door and it can't yeah. be accessed, you know, and we have the door open. And uh, you touched on mm -hmm. so many elements yesterday, teacher. And I mean, you know, just, it's just something yeah. to give the people something to go back. And I think it was 
um, uh, recorded as well. So yes, it definitely was recorded. Some of the women, you can get it, you can get it and share it. And mm -hmm. I tell you what, it was such um, such an event that, um, you know, it changed my life. It let mm -hmm. me see some things um, and how as a shepherd to really handle and care uh, for people who are hurt. Amen. And um, the thing of it is you, you opened the door, teacher, and you allowed, um, yeah, I would say your offspring, all the women that were involved, yeah. Yeah. Um, to really um, facilitate, to really assist. I mean, technology was on the cuffs. It was, it was right there. Yeah. Um, I saw a lot of things that I, I want to do to help to improve it mm -hmm. as well. Um, but overall, the Women of War uh, was, I would call it a profound success. Yes. And yes. Um, I would love for more women uh, to take advantage of it, and even men, because you can learn yes. so much mm -hmm. um, about it. And uh, the way you handled them and the way that the people under you handled the people was such, um, was welcoming. Yeah, it's just refreshing to see yeah. people, their growth out there. You have seen them suffer and try to get out of the wrong way of thinking and being and to see them actually become strong and develop in the areas where they were weak is so satisfying to me because that I, I believe that's exactly what God has given me the gift to develop people in the areas where they don't see that or even think they can be developed. They kind of just yeah. settle for the life to where they're at and they, they think that this is it. Wow. And I'm here to tell you, this is not it. This is just the beginning of you becoming who God has originally called you to be. I mean, she just laying it all out, ain't she? <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is my TV voice. <laughs> oh, it is, it's a great TV voice. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'll tell you what, it's been a full week for uh, WM Ministries. Yeah. Um, we've had uh, intercessory prayer, which is one of the biggest, um, I think, gatherings that we have, mm -hmm. of course, in our Zoom. Yeah. And um, it is... Uh, very important to in these times to mm -hmm. keep um, the intercession going. Amen. We should, matter of fact, we should be turning it up right now. Um, the enemy is here. He's opposing uh, the very church mm -hmm. of the living God. That's right. Um, you need to find your fellowship. You need to connect with uh, your your a pastor yes. uh, that you can actually call your pastor. Amen. Um, this yep. is why they should say, don't call everyone teacher because everyone's not, not your, your teacher. teacher. Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of times we get that scripture, you know, kind of mixed up. You mm -hmm. know, Holy Spirit, my teacher, he teach me all things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he'll teach you all things through your pastor, Amen. through the order of God. Yes, and um, those things are very important. Other than that, why would you need a shepherd? Why would you need uh, an apostle. Why would you need the five for exactly. a prophet? Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, y'all know at Walker WM Ministries, uh, we like to bring, um, we have a heart task in bringing mm. uh, correction to erroneous teachings. And uh, those things are, uh, they're actually just voluntarily. And which it shouldn't be a heart task, but it, it is because be. the church overall, that's not the mission to bring a accurate absolute truth to the people of god because the the truth the word of god said you hate but a lie you love mm, mm, mm. that is so true why do we hate the truth so much why exposes, is it such why is it such an offense it exposes all yeah. uh, the things that's wrong in our life and yeah. look no one likes to be told <clears throat> what they're doing wrong so i always say why don't you check your wrongs then make it right so no one else have to tell you being that we don't like to be told what we're not doing right. 
Absolutely. Um, but to do that, you know, we can already get into the teaching, but to do that, I find that the big issue with um, how things are going and the way we're set up right now and the churches, everybody can't meet and, yeah. and you know, y'all watch what happens. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, it's still submission. There's mm -hmm. still submission. And we have a problem with submission mm -hmm. uh, to leadership. Yes. We, we have a, a problem in our structure mm -hmm. of the actual ecclesia, the church, the called out ones. That's right. Um, and to bring, you know, I'm going to say it. At Walker Ministry, there, there, there is not, um, uh, you don't have to sign a paper to be huh, a partner or a member. Because, yes, you are part of the ecclesia, the called out ones. And you should be part of a local fellowship in That's the church. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you're called, he said he has planted you. That's right. He's, but he's also uh, called you for to have a pastor. And you have to uh, sign. They, they didn't have papers back in and you just signing paper. I'm, I'm a I'm member. Part of, I'm yeah. a joined in this. That's not Leaders, what he said. Ministry, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not. He said that you got to be careful of things and control it. Mm -hmm. Minister here and anybody that's at W Ministries has been called here. So if you're be. called here, you're, this is where you're going to serve. Mm -hmm. This is where you're going to be faithful. God has mm -hmm. spoke to you yeah. that who is your pastor, who is your teacher. Yeah. Um, so I think those points are very important for us to never really miss that you are called to a fellowship. Absolutely yes. called to a fellowship. And when you're at that fellowship, the problem is, mm -hmm. is that you don't want to submit. That's right. And serve wholeheartedly. So that's right. So this is why you can come from here and go to there. Um, but if you're called here. You'll be here. Mm -hmm. If you're called here, you'll be here. You'll serve here. You'll submit. You'll, you will actually um, begin to grow and develop. Exactly. And it would be hard from somebody else, you know, mm -hmm. to pull you somewhere else. But you, that's another problem. Yeah. We dip and dab to, you know, so many places. That's right. You know, just like you say, you don't eat at McDonald's and go pay Burger King. <laughs> I mean, only a fool would, but okay. <laughs> that's right. So those things are where you're fed at. Yeah, and you just can't eat everybody food. That's right. You know, and one of the things that I just want to emphasize when we get into the teaching at W Ministry is that an easy thing, pastors, is to do. And you want to come against um, in the times that we're in. One of the emphasis that Paul, Timothy, uh, Peter, everybody was talking about mm -hmm. false doctrine. So in the end time, this is what's going to be very prevalent in the church right. is false doctrine, mm. false teachers, mm. and you need something so mm. important to be able uh, to identify and, and really know what is the perfect will of God, which is discernment and discernment of spirits. Mm -hmm. There are spirits that are masquerade, the Bible says, yes. as angels of light, as ministers of light. Well, he's not talking to the world. He's talking to it's the church. church. You know, they have their ministers out there, but you're not called to them. You ought to be able to identify them just as you are being able to identify them when they come into the Absolutely. church. And my background that where I came from, came from the occult. I came from that type of um, mentality and thought. Mm -hmm. So when I come to the truth, the truth. Yeah. See, you can't fool me because I know what it sounds like, what it looks like. I know the origin of what we believe. Amen. See, that's the thing with church. Mm -hmm. We don't know the origin of the things that we do. That's right. Pastor. And present it to God. Yeah. yeah. And as leaders, and you have studied and you have discerned, you know, what spirit that is has just entered into the church. Yeah. You should be able to identify that. And I think with the teaching today, we're going to learn some awesome um, tools and 
um, just some spiritual uh, fortitude about why we do what we do. Yes. But I just think that that was something that was very mm -hmm. profound that we have yeah. been on this trail of. And it ultimately does have to come to discernment. And um, I just think it's red. I think it's just an awesome, yeah. awesome thing that we're going to do today. Yes, Actually, yes. teacher's going to take the lead today in the teaching. I'm going to sit here and oh, just... Oh, will I? And she will. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to take the lead. And I'm just going to look up <laughs> occasionally and smile and say amen. But... Um, and it's good. And sometimes when we're up here together, sometimes there is a lot of information and I don't want to break the flow um, and all of that. And I'm, so it works out really well. And I'm 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 uh, willing to do that. It's not good to have each other. We up here trying to talk and we talking over each other. It's going to confuse you. So um, I just want to go ahead and, you know, go sit down over there and let you have the whole show, and I'm good. Nah, I'm going to stay right, right here. Bye. You know he's not moving from that spot. <laughs> no, he's not moving from this spot. Yeah, so well, amen, God, teacher. God has really given me a very prophetic and um, in-season word for the body of Christ. It really is assessing the status of the church, where we are and why there is very little growth. Why people, why the church find it overall difficult to even live as a Christian? Why is there so much conflict when it comes to really living out the Word of God? The Word of God is spiritual. Why does a Christian find it difficult to live a spiritual life? Being that they are now called believers, followers of Christ, and this is how the new birth uh, or the new man is birth is by the Spirit. So I want to really talk to the body of Christ about the survival of the church. Amen. And the survival of the church is discernment. We are finding it almost impossible to perceive in reality a supernatural relationship with our creator we hear the word it's exciting it sounds good pastor mm -hmm. look and we run well for a, a very short time two weeks like i said a very short time two weeks <laughs> you know and the word at that moment sings so real to you it becomes like a part of you but it's it's just the emotions mm -hmm. and we can't then live it out when it comes to we're actually in a real situation, a real circumstance, and then to implement or execute, then graph the word that's able to save, look, your soul, your mind, your suitcase, your, your intellect, your reasoning, your thoughts. And um, so let's just get all in because we, we're already right in. That's right. Today, today's church needs immediate spiritual attention. We need pastor immediate spiritual attention we're in a severe state of confusion we don't know how to perceive and understand pastor biblical truths we could teach on whatever today and if you can't perceive understand <laughs> see reason biblical truth the word has no place to be planted, thus it can't grow. I'm finding that this is the majority of Christians that 
they cannot digest spiritual matters. And it's due to the our own as a Christian, our are lacking our responsibility in our own development and growth. You have a responsibility as a Christian to ensure that you grow, that you study, that you examine the Word of God, that you scrutinize the Word of God, that you implement, that you meditate, that you see, that you handle the Word, that you taste the Word, that you feel the Word, that you become the Word. You as a Christian have that responsibility. And the greater responsibility, Pastor, is for you and I as spiritual leaders. Amen. The greater responsibility for spiritual leader, and what we have done as spiritual leaders, we have relinquished biblical ethics and doctrine. Oh, that's good. We are cultivating a carnal environment that's conducive for producing babes in Christ. Instead of a skilled craftsman of the word of God. We are cultivating an environment for babes in Christ. That they remain babes and never grow. Because of the, how we are, we are biblically unethical. Which caused the believer to not have a deep reverence and worship of God. So this is why we got to say, clap your hands again. Say that he's good because look, because we have cultivated a nursery mm. environment for the body of Christ. Don't know how to talk. They don't know how to walk. Look, they don't know how to walk in the spirit. They don't know how to forgive. See, babies, they, they, they're not giving. They're unforgiving. Come on. They're not possessing a profound understanding of God's character. Mm. Of God's character and God's work, his, his redemptive work. And which result in a low level of a committed holy living. See, the body of Christ are not committed to living a holy life. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, you may not want to hear this today, but this is what God gave me. <laughs> you just may not. It, see, because you're, you're not surviving, you're going to die. You're going to die in this state. You need spiritual attention. Come on. In essence, a vast majority of spiritual leaders, they are creating anemic, weak Christians. Say that again. In essence, a vast majority of spiritual leaders are developing, creating anemic, weak Christians. Look, having preconceived erroneous theology. Okay. Mm. You already come with preconceived erroneous. The foundation of most of the Christian is erroneous teaching. Sounds like a lot of man-made. Man-made. Um, I mean, it, it, it is, can I just? Yes. It goes all the way back to sound doctrine, even in 
um, search such publications mm -hmm. as the Talmud. Yes. Uh, because you have a sect of people who live by the oral, mm -hmm. not the inspired. That's right. Word of God. Mm -hmm. and, and it's a blending. Yes. Not a turning away, yeah. but it is a amalgamation mm -hmm. of the Word of God. That's good, Pastor, because mm -hmm. what you're saying that, look, there's no right, there's no absolute truth, right, and there's no absolute wrong. Mm -hmm. So the blending becomes no longer black and gray, no black and white, but it's gray. That's right. It's blurred. It's blurred. And this is why it's most good. Christians are confused. You're confused about your entire life. You're confused about look, your identity. You're confused about do, do a man be with another man, a woman be with another woman. We're confused. It's chaos. Because of the permitted allowance of sin that's rapid in the church. Oh Apostle Paul says that there's, there's more sin and fornication in the body of Christ than in, in the, the world. world. That's right. And that's because of the erroneous foundation that has been laid. And this is why so many sinners, when they see the life of a so-called Christian, they find it almost difficult to receive them. Yeah. Teacher, you know, I, I just want to add, can I just Go right ahead. add a little something? I don't want to say that I, I, I had, or oh, I had an advantage, but coming, truly coming out of the world mm -hmm. and the world system yeah. and how I, saw God mm -hmm. and when I came to Christianity yeah. the truth there was mm. there was a sect that was in the house of God that believed that's right but there also was a sect in the house of God that didn't absolutely we and yeah. yeah and you know I mean being I'm, I was fresh when I came in I mm -hmm. you know um it was certain things that I saw that the world was doing mm. that when I came into the truth, the real Christianity yeah, yeah. was still doing and not just doing it, yeah. doing it more, doing it, doing it at a higher level yes. than the world was doing it. Yes. Oh, can I just talk Pastor, to somebody the, right here? The thing about it, Pastor, is that it's okay for the spiritual leaders to be sleeping around in yeah. the church. Yeah. Look, and it's okay. And then to expound on the gospel. Like it, it is a look. It's not that you fall in sin. You invite sin. Managing sin. You manage sin. Yeah. Pastor, and you go into the door. Look, you know it's the wrong door to go in. But you go in anyway. You go in knowing the outcome. And it, it, it just, you know, teacher, it just, I know you want to get your point. But it just um, disturbed me. Yes. Um, when... I would see in the church the hypocrisy. Yes. Uh, the backstabbing, the two-facing it, yes. all the stuff that they experience on the Bitterness, outside. Unforgiveness. Oh, at a, another level. It's only I could get the people in the world to forgive me quicker than I could yeah. people in the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And it seems like we still tolerate more in the body of Christ than when we were in the world. That's good. The key word you said tolerate. Tolerate. And this is what the spiritual leaders are doing. They are tolerating sin at a high rate in the body of Christ. This is why, look, this is why the development of the Christians are still babes. Because you're allowing, look, 
the children to behave and not correct them. That's right. And so when they see correction now, Pastor, now when they see correction, they're offended by it. Yes. And look, it's, it's considered to be heresy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> then grab the word now. It's considered in most churches to be heresy, yeah. to actually speak the adulterated word of God. The truth of God. And what it's doing is keeping us in a very uh, idle yeah, and in, immature, infantile state. Infantile state. Yes. And we can't go on to the advanced teachings. Yes. We, we can't. There are so many things that we're missing uh, because we're still uh, spoon feeding. Yeah. And what happens is that we all twisted about tithing, offering, money, and those type of things of seeker friendly uh, churches where you yeah. feel comfortable and not convicted. Mm. And if you come to a ministry and you're not convicted, if you can do what you do and you're not convicted, Holy Spirit is not there because he Amen. brings conviction, so, even conviction. as teachers. And when you yeah. read that scripture that you and I mm. are going to be held as teachers at a higher, a higher rate, yeah, higher, we're going to have at a higher rate of what did you mm. say to them? Yes. Did you actually teach them? Yes. Or did you actually just cater to yeah. their itching ears? Yeah. Did you give them fables mm. and, and, you know, made up things instead of real doctrine? Pastor, this is why even there is so much, even a higher percentage rate of divorces in the church. Yeah. Again, because how the people of God have not been developed. They haven't been developed. They haven't been assessed mentally. They haven't been assessed spiritually. And they haven't been assessed naturally. We're, we're here at WM Ministry. Is dealing, we're dealing with the whole person. And this is what's not happening in a lot of other ministries. Yeah. It's that you have to... Really do a spiritual diagnosis. Come on. Apostle Peter says this, Pastor. He says, there are a lot of false prophets and false teachers among us. And they're cleverly teaching their destructive heresy about God. Even attorney against the master himself after he's brought them out or us out. Mm -hmm. And then is taught with the greediness of exploiting the people of God. Through their money and by false teaching. That's right. And saying the things that, oh, you're coming out. You're blessed. You're, you're highly favored. Look, I don't teach that. All of that is true. But if the people of God are, are experiencing an emotional high with that and not receiving the balance of the word and correction, what do I need to do? To now have access to my favor. What do I have to do now to really look walk in the abundant life? You know, having look, having all what I need, spiritually and naturally. Lacking nothing, no thing. You're the head, not the tail. Yes, but according to your walking upright in obedience to the laws of God, His instructions. That's right. Because when He says that you're blessed, now read those other fifty-two verses. Or what happens when you don't do what you're supposed to do. We never go to those verses. That why come it's not a come out of your sin uh, service? Why yeah. there's not a deliverance service? Yeah. But everything is still catered to the soulish part of you. Absolutely. That where nothing stays. See? And yeah. this is what we're so accustomed to. Yes. But when real correction comes. Oh, I ain't going to that church. Yeah. Oh, they, 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 they judge. Well, yeah. that's what you're supposed to do. Exactly. Judge righteously. Pastor, you're saying a mouthful. Okay. You're saying a mouthful. Mm. Pastor, God is calling all true believers Come on, to pursue. Oh. Hear me, people of God. God is calling you to pursue perfect, mature 
conformity to the absolute truth. You can't keep living the way that you've been living. You can't keep saying things that you've been saying. You can't keep doing the things that you've been doing. Mm. God is calling believers to pursue in your home, out your home, in your family, within yourself, in your thoughts, absolute to conform mm. to absolute truth. Mm. He says, be holy for I am holy. Living a holy life not only pleases God, it is essential to our spiritual discernment. See, this is why people can't perceive what's righteous and what's unrighteous because they're living an unholy life. Pastor, it is the engine. A holy life is the engine to discernment. Oh, that's really key. It's the engine pastor. Mm. It's like, okay, all what we teach or any other spiritual leader teach, the people cannot digest it because they're not living a holy life. It, look, it sounds good. It feels good. But it can't be a part of me because I'm not living a consecrated, laid down, surrendered, sacrificed life. Oh, my God. All Come on, power. man. And just being idle. All, All that power that is available yes. as a true believer, and, and we can't tap into it. Yeah. Pastor, just think about this. How long have some of us been attending this, the, the gathering, coming together to hear the graph the word of God? Some people 5, 10, 15 years and plus, and still dealing with the same issues. The same issues. And the reason why, oh my God, we're dealing with the same issues because we can't spiritually discern mm, mm, mm. see mm. this is the survival of the church is that you spiritually discern God, speak yeah go ahead pastor just just let me say one thing. go ahead pastor so you said something so good so as the body of christ and believers mm. so we can't discern what's coming through our doors no Pastor, you, you can't discern. This is why, again, so many divorces. You couldn't discern was this person of good look, were they to be a friend? Oh, come on, Holy Spirit. Come on. Or a husband. So you married a, a friend and wonder why they can't be your husband. Oh, you married, look, the girl supposed to be your friend, but you thought you had a wife. Mm-mm-mm. We can't discern, can't pastor. Discern. So it, what look, is the good? So it, it's affecting everybody's life. Yeah. You're, when, so when you get a divorce, it affects everyone. This is why we have to have discernment mm -hmm. to know, perceive, understand what is bad, what could bring harm. See, if it's not developing and bring you good, look, and that is... What is a faith? Oh, you we, we, we always throw ourselves out so nobody can get mad. Mm -hmm. And in our former ministry, the pastor said, don't marry that man. Yes. Until he is delivered. Delivered. And those are the type of things. That works for the woman, too. Yes. Don't you marry her until she delivered. That's right. Don't you marry her until she get them soul ties yeah. off of her. That's right. No, we don't want to really go there. But... That was such a mm -hmm. profound 
uh, wisdom that yes. was given to both of us. Because at that moment, guess mm. what? I won't deliver it. My God. So until I'm delivered, mm. I'm not ready to do and carry the load. See, this is what's happened with a lot of men. Wow. This is why you feel a lot of struggle and hardened and, and all these happen because you married and you won't deliver it. Yes. Let alone who you really are. Wow. So this causes a chain reaction. It causes um, such destruction in the move of God yeah. in both of your lives. Yeah. That's why you marry for purpose. You don't That's marry right. for sex. You don't marry for love. Because love, you got a lot of the divorced mm. people said they love each other. Yes. Yet they're divorced. So love don't keep you together. Mm. And probably was, it was your love. Yeah, That's it sure it was. It wasn't together. God's love. Pastor, I could clearly hear Holy Spirit recanted them and then me. Amen. Why? And, 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 and he asked me to ask why in uh, the marital ceremony that these words are included, for better or for worse? <laughs> what is that? Mm. Is that biblical? Mm. I'm, I'm just saying that just hit me. Well, that's good. For better or for worse? For some concern, why is better or for worse even in the vows? Yeah, that would be the whole origin of the vow. Right, right. Or, or, where, where, did that, where, where did that come from? But because it's not about pastor. Mm -mm. Better or, or worse, because it's about purpose. It's about purpose. And so I don't have to agree about the better for worse, because there's not going to be either one of those things, because it's about mission. Amen. It's about the purpose of the mission of our ministry. Amen. Go back to the garden with that. When Amen. God brought, this is the marriage, when God brought mm. Isha, when she brought Eve to Adam. Yeah. And the first thing that came out of his mouth was he identified mm -hmm. that that was bone of my bone Jesus. and flesh of my flesh. I oh, identified that that's me. Jesus. Oh, see, now you just hit something. So, come on, teacher. So, huh. the, in that that's me knew and God mm. had already given, given him his, his purpose. Mm. He already, in the spirit, he already given them their purpose of mm. what they were supposed to do. That's my connection. That's right. That is my connect. That is my purpose connect. And you should be able to identify you your be purpose to, connect. You should be able to identify oh, what oh, is okay. you. Okay, I'm gonna get. We're gonna get out in the marriage stand. Oh yeah. my lord. <laughs> you should be able to identify what is you. Oh my god. You, that's not me. Oh, that's for the marriage conference. Okay. I love all right. That. I, lo I love uh, where, where you're going. Okay. I love where you're going. <laughs> three. There are three levels of discernment. Natural <laughs> perception. Heightened ability to discern, which is the gift of discernment, discerning of spirits. And then the third one is discernment followed by love from God's viewpoint. Come on. Okay. I'm, this is our survival uh, uh, for us to survive as uh, believers. Natural perception, first level. It's the basic first level of just natural. Spiritual part is not even on the scene yet. It's the ability to judge well. You're able to see the external of what's happening. Also having wisdom, wisdom of man, and perception of what's taking place behind the scene. Prime example, you see your kid, uh, one of your, your, your kid is a little toddler, has some chocolate on his face. You can, the external part you can see, he has chocolate on his face. Behind the scene is that you know where he went and got that chocolate from, and he knew he wasn't supposed to get yeah. it. 
<laughs> Talk so, about them. So this is look natural, basic perception. Mm. That's the sense of discernment. Mm. But it's natural. You're able to look. The mark of Christian maturity is that we train ourselves to distinguish good from evil. That we train ourselves. That's good. This is the mark of a mature Christian, that we train ourselves to distinguish, tell the difference between what is of God and what's not. Let's just go to Hebrews 5.14, minister. So while he's finding that, the, the key word that jumped out to me is that we should train ourselves. Well, to train ourselves means that we have to be in the event. That absolutely, absolutely. We have to be, and, and it's an ongoing training all day long. Every day, all Every day. Every day, all day. Yes. Oh, this is really good right here. Man of God. Hebrews chapter 5 at verse 14. But solid food is for full-grown men. For those whose senses and mental faculties are trained by mm. practice to discriminate and distinguish between what is morally good and noble and what is evil and contrary either to divine or human law. That's good. Complete Jewish Bible says, but solid food is for the mature. They're saying, but Spiritual matters is for the mature. Mm. Because only the spiritual Christians can look. Because it's with the experience of working their faculties. I'm going to go ahead and read it in the uh, <laughs> complete Jewish. But solid food is for the mature. For those whose faculties have been trained by continuous exercise. Oh, come on with this thing. To distinguish good from evil. So you're going to have to be in a situation or circumstance. But you're going to have to realize that you're always in training. training. And you have to exercise the word of God when you're interacting with people. You're not supposed to be interacting with their response. You're supposed to be interacting with the word of God while you're talking to them. So there's no room for your emotions in no. this training. No, it doesn't need my emotions. Oh, it, oh my goodness. See where we put our emotions at and where they lead us and what it creates? Exactly. And you don't realize that we're in training. You're if in you're in a war, there is training that goes on. Yes, continuously. Continuously. Pre and post. God. What is faculties? It mm. is innate abilities. Look, it's the power of the mind. It is will, reason, instinct. And instinct it's also a largely inheritable and un look, you can't alter, you cannot alter your instinct. It can't be adjusted. It's complex. And it responds to the stimuli of the environment without involving your reason. <laughs> it's a behavior that is mitigated by reaction below the conscious level. Hear me. Faculties. 
I love that word. It's an innate ability. It's the power of the mind. I love that word. He said, only the spiritual, mature ones, for, for those who faculties, this is talking about the mature ones, their faculties. It says, the power of your mind works like this. <laughs> Expression of your faculties. I love it. It expresses, Come on. look, your will. Oh, I told you that will is everything. Come on, teacher. It expresses, look, it, but for the mature saint, it expresses the will of the Father. <laughs> Not you. Yes, because it expresses that without any mitigating with your reasoning. There's no mitigating with your reason because it is in your subconscious from which it comes from the hidden man of the heart. No conversation. It's Come no on. conversation. Mm, mm, it's mm. none of your, look, it's none of your intellect of your reason and how you think it should be and you're trying to figure and put it all together. Mm. It's an unaltered tendency of instinct. <laughs> you, you train yourself through constant use. Being able to discern what's good and, and what's evil. Look, what is a faith and what is not a faith. Look, and this grows you in respect to your salvation. Stay with us. So we're in constant combat. Yeah, Pastor. I can't take this out of the uh, <laughs> war room. I can't take this out of that constant combat mm -hmm. of combating, you know, your will and what is the will of God as yeah. far as when it comes to the key of discerning yes. what his will is. Yes, Pastor. Oh my goodness. But they have, this have, discernment has not been the foundation of the Christian. No. This is why you're confused. This is why you're frustrated. This is why it's a challenge to love. It's a challenge to walk by the Spirit. It's a challenge to live upright. It's a challenge to be holy. It's a challenge to be, look, to overcome. It's a challenge to not have mental illness and dis-ease. It's a challenge because your discernment is not intact. This is how the Christian survived. So you are to have that fortified mind. Yes. This is what, what, what I see coming from the outside mm -hmm. into something that most of you grew up in. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's a, it is a travesty. Yeah. To not access what is available to what us. What is available and readily to be partake of. Take We're babes. Mm -hmm. We're still babes mm -hmm. trying to fight a war. Exactly. So the second discernment is the is the heightened ability to discern. See, this is the first one Come was on. just a natural one. Hmm. But the, the heightened ability to discern is the gift of discernment. Okay. Right. Now, this one you have to desire. <laughs> the first one's natural. You actually have it, whether you use it or not. It's innate. God, God started all of us off with basic discernment. Hmm. You all have that. But the gift of discernment, you have to desire, pray for, study, <laughs> be under the tutelage of. <laughs> this one is kind of difficult for some of us because they don't know how to perceive correctly. You must be, in these situations, you're tuned into people's motives. Mm -hmm. 
This is having the gift of discernment. You are tuned into people's motive. Mm -mm. You're sensitive to spiritual atmosphere. And you may even be able to discern a demonic atmosphere in reality. The Bible tells us there is a spiritual gift of discernment of spirits. Amen. Key and word. this must be desired. That's the key word at the end, spirits. Yes. Most people stop at, you got to have discernment. Yeah. Go ahead, teach on this so thing. That, that's the first one, the basics. That's right. We all have the natural discernment. And Jesus discerned mm -hmm. what the scribes were saying. I yes, got mm -hmm. their motives. Their motives, that's right. Oh, my Lord, come Amen. on. Amen. Work with me, I'm husband. working with you. I love it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the third Amen. one is to see from God's viewpoint, followed by love. Mm -hmm. See from God's viewpoint. So when you have the ability to discern, it's in the Holy Spirit, and it's also based in the Father's love, it will truly be a gift. It has to be based in the Father's love. In his love. Oh, come on. I love this. Because this is how, and if it's not in the Father's love, those that do have the gift of discernment, what would happen is that you start to, your discernment starts to be a little tricky with you. It's like the, the station is not getting in coming in quite clear so you see things that you think is God showing you something but it's just suspicion mm, mm, mm. it's good it's good <laughs> suspicion just suspicion <laughs> and we're suspicious and it's also fear oh come on now it's either one of the two but when you're when you have this heightened discernment and the view of God followed by his love pastor you're able to do what God did with the men that was in the tomb that was screaming and then and, and they said he was acting like a raging lunatic and he was cutting himself. That's right. And God freed this man. God could perceive, look, he could perceive beyond the, the mental anguish that, look, this is a worshiper. Oh, come on. Mm -hmm. See, we, we can't perceive, this is why you need this kind of discernment, this gift. Because you can perceive beyond a person's natural ability behind the scene and then add in the love of the Father in that will allow you to see beyond the person's condition and their final outcome. See, with that in mind, that's how you can choose. And that's how you know. And this is how Adam knew. That's the bone of my bone okay. and flesh of my flesh. This is why I knew. So who was present when he did that? God. God. That's right. You're so beautiful. That's why I knew, Pastor, that, mm -hmm. look, you were my husband. I knew you were. It was, look, it was a knowing. It wasn't a, look, suspicion or I thought or intuition on my natural impulses. But it was within the Father and followed by his love in my gift of discernment as well. So, so I could see because the first thing I saw was the external. And then I saw the internal. I said, oh my God, I see he's not saved. Before he opened his mouth, oh, oh he's not saved. I oh. said, oh, but he has a kind heart. And I won't save. And then I said, oh, but then I begin to see other things in his character. And I said, oh, but he's disciplined. 
oh, and with that, oh, he would be a force to be reckoned with in the kingdom of darkness. And oh, I see that. Oh, and I see that. Oh, and, and then he can interact from, look, from the youngest with children with patience and to the oldest with seniors. Oh, this would be a great shepherd. Oh, oh. See, it was followed by God's love. Amen. That saw the purpose and the calling on a man's life. And it's so good. And can I just add yes, that? Yes, Pastor. Because I'm getting worked we, up. We got to tap in just a little bit to the marriage, just a little bit. So with her discerning of that, now I came on the other end, and uh, some of y'all know our story. I was in the ninth grade. She was in the eighth grade. And the minute that I saw her, again, after about 17 years, mm -hmm. and I had a call. I mean, I'm in, I'm in Colorado for, for three, two years, and yeah. I wake up all of a sudden, and I'm, I'm like, I, I need to find her. Yeah. Not knowing, mm -hmm. see, and I knew, see, you got to understand something. Yeah. You can marry without purpose. I was married and it was, God was never consulted. He was never in the picture. No purpose, nothing revealed except sin. Yeah. But once God has called you, he have a greater person. Now I could have ignored his call. That's right. Like many of us do. What's worse is that you answer the call and do nothing with it. That's right. So we have a lot of people who've answered it, but never go any further. That's right. Stay obeyed. So, and, and I had the same story mm -hmm. that when I got saved, somebody said, you're going to suffer many things. I'm like, what are you talking about? Everybody yeah. loved me. Yeah. Especially my family. Nope. Yeah. All changed. So those things, and I knew, I knew that I was supposed to be with her. Mm -hmm. I knew it when we were. In the ninth, I was in the ninth shift. I didn't understand it, but right. I knew yeah. that we were supposed to be together, Amen. not knowing the purposes of God. That's right. Look, watch that. Married for purpose. Yes. Didn't marry for my flesh. That's all I could see at that moment. See, yes. that's all I could discern then. But God, and listen, mm. when I got filled with the Holy Spirit, now I know purpose now mm. why I was called, why I was Kaleo. Jesus. See, this, oh my God, Pastor. And the seat then you just pulled some out me because. It, the, the purpose of the whole is identified and then so also individually, Pastor. So the giftings that you have individually and the giftings that I have, see the talents and the giftings become more defined. See, we're, we, we go to school, we do these different things, we're seeking and you know, you figure you get a good job, good salary, and you, all, all these different things that you're trying to do. But when you marry for purpose, it is the whole of the unit. And then also individually, Pastor, yeah. you perfected my gift of discernment. Amen. You perfected my gift of knowledge. Amen. See, and, and then oh, when it comes there. to business and entrepreneurship, so it's the natural things that are perfected in the individual. And it's, it's the spiritual things that's perfected. So you are to then also perfect because there is a sharpening of each other. Amen. Oh, my God. Come on, Pastor. Teacher, so it could be. Now, I need some of y'all that are married and listen to this. Uh, those that are considering. That's right. See, it, it, what I love about God, that he can change anything, even the purpose of why you got married. And when I got married, if, when I realized when I first wanted to yeah. be with her, it yeah. had nothing to do with God. Yeah. Had nothing, absolutely nothing to do with God. It had to do with, listen, self-serving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was beautiful. I want to be with her. Always did. Yeah. So those are the things. That was the fleshly part of it. Yes. But in, listen, in that call, listen, he gave me time. Mm -hmm. He gave me mercy. Mm -hmm. 
He gave me a chance to, to actually analyze my, my purpose of why I wanted to be with her and to develop me, listen, on the journey. So a lot of y'all are in the same situation. You, you just haven't took the journey because God is a God. He's a just God. And he gives you a chance to make a choice. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you have to make that choice while you're alive. Yeah. I made the choice. Now, when that made that choice, now the, the union, the purpose is revealed. That's right. Still got to make a choice. Do I want to walk with this? Mm. Pastor, I can even say that marriage that's ordained by God, even with the, the wholeness of the purpose, and then also the sharpening and bringing out yeah. the gift, the natural gift, and the spiritual gift. I realize, even just speaking now, that because it's called, this covenant is called and ordained and blessed by God, it brings a revelation or unveiling of why you exist. Marriage is look, a mystery. Look, why I exist. Amen. Why you exist. You as an individual don't bring that, but because of the covenant, covenant and the purpose of the covenant, you bring, I bring to you and you bring to me through God being the, the, the overarching um, overseer of this covenant that we have individually and also collectively with him is that there is an unveiling of why you exist. You know why, teacher? Oh, my because God. Because he said, Paul said that the marriage is a mystery. Jesus. So a mystery is only hidden oh temporarily. And to this is why it's so critical to have. And he said, also, mm. don't marry that man unless he's um, delivered. Mm. And don't marry him unless he's filled with the spirit. That's right. Because once that you're filled, the mystery mm. of the habitation, the mystery mm. of our cohabitation, the mystery of the purpose is all yes. going to be revealed in the covenant, not outside mm. of the covenant. See, most of us as men and women, we mm. have not even seeked it out mm. in that manner. Pastor, you absolutely right, because you know, a lot of people keep saying marriage is hard. We it's keep hard. saying, no, it's easy. What is hard is pre-marriage. That's when you see everybody all crazy, you got all issues. Now we're going to get rid of all these issues if this is what God has called. But we don't get married with you, with you being crazy. He said, don't even, we don't, don't even, have, we don't do crazy. Don't even have lunch with the angry man, the Bible said. Don't even go out with the angry <laughs> man. Having lunch with the angry man and, and the uh, loud mouth woman. He going to change. He going to change. You can't, you can't change me and I can't change, change you. Absolutely not. That is the problem. What I can do is submit. And surrender. Amen. And yield. Mm. Listen to God. Oh, we're gonna get See, off the marriage. Oh, I know. Pastor, I know. I'm just teacher. saying. Obviously, that's a ministry that God has called us. There's somebody out here needing yeah, this. Yeah, somebody needed. So, <laughs> discernment can be difficult. Why? First, we are constantly fighting the sinful desires of our fallen flesh. Come on. Constantly. Constantly. Mm. Mm. Second, we face Satanic deception. <laughs> Thinking is just your flesh. You, you can't tell who's working against who. So much confusion. The devil is doing everything he can to confound through how God said, through what God said. He's trying to confuse you, mix up through what God said. Stagger us. 
He's trying to stagger us. He's trying to get you off balance. He's trying to get you to fall. He's trying to get you to not know what's the next, to know what your next step is. He's trying to get you to live in uncertainty, to waver in your purpose, and to hesitate to take the next move. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are hesitating from taking the next move. Pastor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is why discerning is, is difficult. That hesitation is dangerous. Oh, it is. Mm. Third, we are inundated with worldly influence that seek to overpower us. Wow. There's so much you could say for that. It so is. But I'm not going to go there. because I we want got, to go. We nah. got, you got <laughs> some stuff there. I want to talk about how the enemy trips us up. And because we don't have this discernment, but this, these are some of his, his tricks here. It's snares and fiery darts. We hear about that and the shield of faith, but we don't know what in the heck is really going on with the shield of faith or what's going on with fiery darts. So we got the shield on our feet and the helmet we're trying to ski. on our back. We're trying to ski with the shield. <laughs> we got the equipment all wrong. Pastor, come this, on now. The helmet over in the corner. <laughs> We went in the back. I'm trying to tell you, belt is nowhere to be found. <laughs> it's just a mess. Get yourself together. Nah, goodness. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> snares. Snares are seasonal. Know that. Oh, that's good. Snares. A mm. snare is when something is said that is evil. Evil is not what we really think it is. Evil is very subtle. Evil is well hidden. Evil don't come out and say, I'm evil. <laughs> you, you, you will not even uh, know that a lot of times how you're living evil. It alludes to deception. It's not knowing what's good. Not knowing what's good. So how, how does the enemy do that? He hold you back. He delay you. He pre- prevent you. It is a consistent noosing of trying to entangle you. It's what, you know, naturally that the bird hunter actually do to catch a bird. On the end of it is a temptation. Mm. And then there's the noose that once he come and grab the temptation, the, the noose go around the snares. See, I, right got, I got you. Mm-hmm. And this is what he this is what the enemy does to us. It's that he present a snare. The appetite is so as such that you don't even see yes. the, the trap. It's look, it's seasonal. Yeah. And this means after you've been delivered. Oh, come on. After you've been delivered, the snare is seasonal because the enemy's been working up to get you to come out of look. You've been delivered, but what he's trying to get you to come out of faith that you're delivered. Mm, mm, mm. I'm trying to tell you. He's trying to get you. See, the seasonal is like, okay, I'm delivered from watching porn or whatever, right? And you go six months or whatever the issue, whatever issue thing that you've been delivered from. Throw yours in. And or, or just thinking, getting offended all the time. You know, not walking in love. And now you finally got him walking in love. And six months later, the enemy is working on someone else in your life 
to tempt you. Come on, teacher. Look, you are delivered. You are delivered. You are. But what the enemy does is deceive you in thinking that you're not delivered when he get you, look, to the shield of faith. We miss the whole purpose of the shield and why it's there. And before Christ, the shield was not made out of steel. It was made out of wood. Mm-mm-mm. And it was anointed with anointing oil. And so when the actual spear came, look, the anointing oil is what made the, the spear itself not, look, burst into flames and not stick. It was easy to pull out of mm-hmm. and repair again the shield of faith. My good. It took the hit. It took the blow. It took the hit. Mm-hmm. It took the impact. But there is, see, the anointing, mm-hmm. which gives you the power and the ability Woo. to walk by the spirit. And not by, look, look, and not by sight. Mm, mm, mm. To walk in the spirit. And not by your lust, your flesh. Mm, mm, mm. The dot so, so, this is what brings you to question that, that you're delivered. Whether you're delivered or not. The fiery oh, dots, they come on a daily basis. Daily. And they are distractions. Thoughts. And these distractions of thoughts, mm. Mm. this is how he get the season saint. Come on. Ah. <laughs> it's through the daily attacks. Relentless. Through your emotion. You feel ah. in the way offense, because that is the big thing in the body of Christ, just getting offense. You get offended. Bad day at work. It, it don't take much. It don't take much. It doesn't take much, Pastor. You didn't speak to me. Yeah, all, all, all of that. You looked at me funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. You, know, you, you didn't give me the money you owed me. Yeah, yeah. All, all of that. Counted a contribution. You ain't lying. I don't know. Donation. <laughs> you ain't clean the kitchen. <laughs> All of that. We could go on, but we won't. Uh, fiery dots are daily. It's a distraction. We normally, this is what happened. It's an instrument of war for Satan. It's the instrument that the enemy used in war attacking against us. The fiery dots. He discharged these dots from the bow while they are on fire. Or aim with some combustible material. This is not just, you know, I'm shooting a dart. This one has combustible material on the end of the metal of the arrow. Mm, 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 mm. And this fiery dart is to lift, get you, Pastor. This is the shield of faith. This is to get you to lift because it's a distraction, it's it's on your faith. Mm It's burning. It's uncomfortable. Look, and then you want to take it off to pull it. Look, to pull out. But that's the offense because you want to deal with the person. But this is spiritual. Mm. You want to pull out the fiery dot. That's good, right there. But you take off. He want you to take off your covering of faith, your anointing. He gets you to take off your anointing, mm. your faith Woo. that is able to quench. Oh, God, Jesus. Pastor, it is your faith that's able to quench the, all the flame and missiles of the wicked one. Come on. Mm. So when you take it off, Pastor, you come out from behind your faith. That's right. 
fully exposed now a complete target to now to fall and this is how the christian fall Woo. you come from behind your faith mm. oh 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 you come and what draws you out is a distraction that's it the irritation i don't care what the distraction is pastor mm, mm, mm. it could be that you don't want to be married to me anymore it's a divorce you you you, you messed around here these things the enemy knows what to do and, and he has a timing he has his own appointed Woo. time too like god does that's right mm -mm. he has his sacred days amen he's and always birthing he has satanic wounds and birthing things in us yes. as well. he knows mm -mm. pastor he knows the thing mm -mm. that would get you to come from behind your faith and be fully exposed to the atmosphere i see that picture Wow, you, it, it is that distraction, mm -hmm. that irritation. Yeah. And you think you're doing something good. You, you think you're going to do it quickly. Yeah, yeah. And pull out. And you try to deal you with repair, it. But you've been made vulnerable now. This is why the battle is not yours. That's right. Says. It's, it's your Lord. Amen. All you have to do is maintain your position of faith. Come on. He said, your faith is what quenched. The fiery oh. darts. That's what it, that's what it needs, and you're trying to physically remove that. Yes, you try. Look, you're trying to remove the pain. You're trying. To. You're trying to remove the hurt. Mm. You're trying to remove the disappointment. You're trying to move all uh, be the, the the backbiting. You're trying to move. You're trying to remove these things yourself. And God says this battle is not yours. So, teacher, what you do too is you'll go and take that shield to someone else and say, "Listen, hold this." But I pull it out. So now we got both of y'all, listen, entangled in what's wrong with me, the darts. Now, that's good because you, okay. you're further down in the meeting. Oh. I look, so I'm saying in the okay. meeting. The, the meeting to me, I'm, Lord, I got to come back because in I'm in the uh, heavenly this. meeting. It, it's just a whole meeting up Amen. in heaven. Oh, I know that's right. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. I'm telling you, This is our devotional. Actually, you just feel crazy naturally when you're in the spirit. This is our devotional right <laughs> now. Like, wait a minute. This is our devotion. This is how we do our devotion. Yeah, man. Okay. Amen. The enemy, Pastor. Woo! Okay, so let's discern. I gotta come back. Come on. Let's discern what you're going through in life. Because what you're going through in life is not the devil. <laughs> it's you. It's you. Paul said, it's me. It's you. Okay. The enemy brings attacks without you knowing sometime and without you seeing it coming. Some of you didn't see what was coming. Mm, mm, mm. But had you had discernment, you would saw that it was coming. This is why I said that this is a survival of the church. That's right. Discernment. Mm, come on. Some attacks you see, but you don't know how to get around it. Some attacks you go head into the direction and you know it's going to attack you. And you go in anyway. Anyway. Other times you go in it. And just not sure what to do now that you're there. So you just stay there. Get comfortable. My Lord, Pastor, just pray for the believers. I am. I'm Lord, praying. Help us. I'm praying for them right help. now. <laughs> Snares cause emotional and spiritual failures, Pastor. Snared you. Look, when, you, when there's snares, uh, Pastor, that you can't serve. You become no use in the kingdom. Your failure to grow spiritually weakens others' faith. Come on. You can stay right there. 
your non-spiritual production affects the entire body of Christ. It affects their faith. Ministry failure. It causes ministry failure. Okay. I hear you. Spiritual leaders, pastor, are having to spend extensive time with wounded Christians. Don't I know. Pulling two off the front line to deal with the wounded. And then when you start dealing with them, you look and some more wounded. And then you got to pull some more off the front line. So you have more than half of the congregation, spiritual leaders, trying to deal with the wounded, which caused ministry failure. And that's not going to happen here at WM Ministry. So ain't get ready. <laughs> See, we got to be washed in the word. Mm, come on, teacher. That puts us away from all these fiery dots. People get offended in church because they're having to deal with the attacks, but they're dealing with the attacks in the wrong way. Thinking the enemy is who they can see. It's not who you can see. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Mind you, there is an hourly throwing of the arrow. You get it daily, you get it hourly, and you get it seasonal. I just want daily. you to know. <laughs> to, to me, that just seems it's a continuous thing. I just give it. I just give you an example. Job. With Job, he had it all in one. He had it daily, and it was at point season, and he had it hourly. He look up with something else. The house and burned down on top of all the kids. Lost all the kids. Lost, um, lost an animal. It cattle. was. It was. By the hour. Body afflicted, whirlwind, everything. It's that one moment in life when hell breaks loose in your life. See, but it's that hour that's the most significant in your entire life. Mm -hmm. Because that hour determines will you fully go forward in the Lord or is this the time that you will quit? Mm -hmm. And Job didn't quit. Even with his wife saying, curse your God and die and the thing about it is that there is that one thing and that one moment and that one hour that the enemy is working on whether it's a death in the family of someone that you dearly love or it is you lose your job whatever that one moment that will bring you the most hell that would sum up an entire lifetime in that one hour Prepare yourself because this is a process that the enemy uses on those who do not operate in the discernment. Can I ask you a question? Yes, Pastor. I, I feel like her right now when she's like, Pastor, can I go back to that one part? So mm -hmm. I need to go back to one part about uh, how the hurt affects the mm -hmm. others. Mm -hmm. So. When you have a structure mm -hmm. and you have columns that support a structure, yeah. when that one structure is cracked, mm -hmm. damaged, yeah. affected, yes. all the other pillars around mm -hmm. that support that foundation yeah. Yeah. is compromised. Exactly. It actually, takes on, it, it actually takes on the load mm -hmm. that the damaged one yeah. affects. Exactly. But also, it also puts the other structure, the other columns. Starts to stress them. Starts to stress them and mm -hmm. compromise them. That's right. 
and the one that is further away mm -hmm. is stronger than the one that's closer to the oh, one that's wow. affected. Yes, yes. Because that load bearing, that load bearing, we're yes. the load bearing in the ministry. So when you are affected, when you are not doing mm -hmm. what you're supposed to do in leadership, it affects us. Mm -hmm. So the ones that are closer seem to have more of the attacks. That's right. That's because right. of the pressure. That's right. Because of your call. Yeah. And he does he does attack you according to your call. Exactly. If you know your call. Mm -hmm. So these are why why we have things are so important for the husband and wife. Here I go again. For her to be able to function and see. Yes. Sometimes mm -hmm. what's wrong with the ministry is that one of you are not functioning, one is carrying the load. Yes. And you're weakening that. And you're person. weakening that person. He's making a her making wrong decisions, wrong choices yeah. because you don't realize He's the load that's mm -hmm. on you. Trying to hold up the whole house. Come on now. And I got some help. And oh, that help is sitting down watching see, me. Now we got to go out now and then expect. We have to have an, a foundational inspection in yeah. W ministry. Yes. And they're going to have to be some moving around, some shuffling mm -hmm. to make sure that they're, they're fortified and that you're healed. Yeah. Because it is true. Hurt people just hurt people. Amen. Hello. Hello. Oh, my God. I want to go. We, we have to. I just, I just want to say that, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, you got it out. I you got good? it out. You good? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have to oppose the world. Oppose our flesh and oppose the enemy. And this will require us to hold fast to that which is good. We are to embrace wholeheartedly what is inherently genuine and what is true. We are also to abstain from every form of what is not of God. That means we would have to separate ourselves from every form of perversion as though we are avoiding a deathly plague or poison. Mm -mm -mm. If you don't take that approach, you're not going to avoid it. Many in church, pastor, are indifferent because we're teaching the absolute divine truth. Yeah. From error because they lack spiritual discernment themselves. So why is there a lack of spiritual discernment? It's about six things. First, weak doctrine. Oh, see you. Second, diluting. There is a, a diluting of biblical doctrine. The doctrine is diluted. Oh, you ain't so in there. I want to eat that up. Third, worldly method, methodology. Fourth, an accurate interpretation. Fifth, lacks discipline. We're talking about in the church. Six, spiritual immaturity. Another one. So we have six things that actually inhibit us and in our spiritual discernment. Weak doctrine. I'm just going to give you a few of these. So when you weaken doctrine... It takes away the clarity and also take away conviction. The people are no longer convicted. Oh, you could just stay there. I love that. Because <laughs> you know I'm big on doctrine yeah. and weakening of the church yeah. by the things that we mm -hmm. allow and bring in. Yeah. 
this is why the church is so, in the, con the condition that they're in. So this is why in the end times that mm -hmm. we have to be very mm -hmm. careful of the doctrine, the false teaching, the yes. false prophets because of doctrine. And what happens is those type of spirits bring in a doctrine. Amen. Dogma. Yes. They bring that in with them. Mm -hmm. Not Listen, not to scatter, but to change. Exactly. To blend it in. And with that blending, this is how you get the great apostasy, the great falling away. This is it. Oh. I, and it makes also, it's a weak doctrine. It basically, um, erroneous teaching of every kind. Look, it's regularly tolerated and upheld in the church. Erroneous teaching. It's encouraged to teach. We're bringing yoga Wrong. into the church. Yes. See, we don't realize when you bring that in, you're bringing a spirit in. Mm. You're, the pastors and these ministers that bring in yoga, you're bringing in, listen, you're bringing in a spirit. You're yeah. bringing in a doctrine. You're bringing in, listen, things that oppose the, the word of God. See, and, mm -hmm. and we allow it. Yes, right. See, this is where... The false teaching, mm -hmm. it's, it's, but we don't see it spiritually because you are mm -hmm. so diluted yeah. when it comes to, to the word. these type of things mm -hmm. in the word. This is why Paul I said I kept the faith. I kept the integrity of the word. Yeah. Of the word. Come on. Pastor, this is why it's a challenge to win those to Christ because what we're sharing is not authentic. It's not the absolute truth. It is erroneous teaching from the foundation that was laid upon many of us. So the diluting of biblical doctrine, it conditioned the church to feel comfortable and satisfied. It's not knowing how to think or where to begin. Look, the people of God, because the word is being diluted, is that they don't know how to think or where to begin when it comes to spiritual matters. Pastor. They bring in not only that, but they bring in books. Now we begin to teach out of books that have been channeled through spirit. Yes. It has workbooks and everything just because it's a pastor mm. or teacher that brought that doctrine in. It is spread in the body of Christ like a virus. Yeah. It's contagious. Mm. But see, the thing that they don't realize, it has a spirit yes. attached and behind it. Yes, Pastor. Oh, my goodness. Pastor, we here uh, as a body of Christ, spiritual leaders have put aside or set aside biblical truth. And when you do that, you set aside God. We have, sadly to say, in a sense, set God aside mm -hmm. within the church. From Genesis to Revelation, God's thoughts and ways are set over against all others. Meaning you don't add or put anything to it. God doesn't teach him multiple ways to please him. Nope. Or to worship him. Oh, my God. Uh, faith. Let's, let's just it's impossible to please him without faith. People today don't like to hear such things. People in the church. Why? Because they have a different mindset. Mm, come on. Many of them have not known the Bible from childhood or even made an intensive study. So, so they don't do intensive study. Mm-mm. And their mindset, which leave their mindset unbiblical. Pastor. Mm. A Christian with an unbiblical mindset. I'm not sure what type of Christian it is. And it's a shame that you have to ask, 
what type of Christian? Yeah. I'm a Bible-believing Christian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, the real word. Wow. Come on, TJ. I just can go some places with Worldly method, methano, metho, methodology. There you go. There you go. Y'all know what it is. Methodology. Uh, Y'all know what it is. Don't you know it? Method. It's hard up here. Worldly method. <laughs> it's hard up here. <laughs> so this is another reason for lack of discernment. Well, methods. You, you, <laughs> you told me break it down in simple form. You got to love, you know, even when you make mistakes. It costs you to prosper. So does. <laughs> God is working with us, okay? <laughs> uh, another reason for the lack of spiritual discernment is that the church... They're preoccupied with the image and marketing of evangelism, but not the heart of evangelism. Come on now. We stop teaching biblical doctrines of sin, hell, repentance, or the cross, because those would offend the lost or make them feel uncomfortable, Pastor. And those are qualified as the very basics yes. of our faith. Absolutely. We can't get our boot camp. Mm. Mm. That is the truth. So we can't. You can't get your assignment until you get a boot camp. Most definitely. You uh, either you're gonna have to finish that or get out. To get out. The fourth one is an accurate interpretation. Today's church has failed to interpret scripture accurately. They arrive at what they believe is true by some mythical intuition. Oh, you did that. Experience or emotion. Come on. Many Woo. church. About everywhere, just about. Have people at a level to where they think they're experts, but they're just beginners, and you put them before the people God to teach. That is not wise to do. They elevate people, just about everyone, to the level of an expert in interpreting the scripture. Wow. <laughs> like discipline. We're going to just jump there. The word of God says this. If your brother sins, it says go to him and reprove him in private. If he listens, you won your brother. If not, if he doesn't listen to you, take him to two or more. That's right. To have witness, to confirm it. And if he refuses to listen, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to do that, even in front of the church, let him be to you as a Gentile, an unbeliever. This is the correction that we, we're just not going to do because if you do that, then people are going to leave and then you won't have any people tithing. So we can't correct. No, we must correct. And this is what needs to happen in the, in the body of Christ, Pastor. Amen. Is that the correction of how we are, lit, we are developing our responsibility and really spiritually developing the people of God. And to do that, we have to do that through correction. We have to do that through encouragement of the word of God as well. Yep, and, and a tithe and offering shouldn't be the thing that um, legates or, or how you minister the word of God. Absolutely. Because when God, listen, if you really, see, that's, that's another thing. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to go, as a believer, you have to go beyond the basic elementary mm -hmm. things. And tithing, you, you have to go beyond that. Mm. You have to go beyond prayer. You have to go beyond worship to go beyond. You have to go beyond those type of mm. things to listen to really be in the realm of God. Those are very elementary things that should happen to you, Lassen, by personal mm. experience. Yeah, by personal yes. experience. Mm -hmm. And then you can't move on to other uh, 
things about the less is blessed by the greater. Yeah. See, you can't even receive that type of teaching. Most of us can't even do that because we're still stuck on just first the very basics Basic of tithing, yeah. the very basics of an offering, the very basics mm. of, of loving, the very basic things we yeah. have come so short of them, mm -hmm. but want to be put in a position of power and you haven't been yes. justified to handle the people. You haven't mm. humiliated or humbled yourself yes. enough to even want that. I told you, mm. if you, if you, until you, you want to be anointed, until you can kill that wanting to be anointed, you're not going to be anointed. We're on, um, Good God Almighty. thank you, Pastor. Mm. We're on six spiritual immaturity, mm -mm -mm. babes in Christ. Many in the church have only a swallow knowledge of God's word. Uh, not a mouthful. That's a babe. Trust, they trust in their own personal experiences or feelings as truth. Or chase personal comfort and success as a way of life. That's how they teach us. They put, they're just like a child. They put anything in their mouth. Meaning they go in and everywhere to hear a word. To hear what they think is a prophecy. They put anything in their mouth. Just like something, uh, uh, a hard object that the child could choke, not only choke, but die from. They're they, they babes. They don't even know how to digest solid food yet. You can't even go past that right in the middle. Teacher, say that one more time, that part at the beginning. Many in the church have only a swallowed knowledge of God. And they're going around like it's a buffet. Mm-hmm. Just mm. eating off of mm. everybody. And I do that. I go on your page. And I see where you've been going. Mm -hmm. I see what you've been doing. Mm -hmm. And you can see a, a line. You can see a pattern of the things. And I want to know mm. if it's lining up to what, what we're teaching. Wow. Yeah. I don't see that. The spiritual immature parents are apt to swallow wrong teaching because they have not been taught to discern between Truth of error. Look, just like a kid. You haven't been taught that this is not edible. You haven't taught that you put this in the mouth, it will kill you. That's right. Look, you haven't been taught that this is not what you eat. Mm, mm, mm. It must be food prepared from your parents. That's right. Oh, come on. That's a well, whole that's really good. That's a whole different teaching altogether. I can go right on that. Ephesians, uh, we're gonna go to Ephesians 4, verse 4, 15. We read our, at our time. Coming to a closure. <clears throat> Ephesians chapter 4 at verse 14. So then we may no longer be children tossed like ships to and fro between chance gusts of teaching and wavering with every changing wind of doctrine. The prey of the cunning and cleverness of unscrupulous men. Gamblers engaged in every shifting form of trickery in inventing errors yes. to mislead. Rather, let our lives lovingly express truth. <laughs> in all things, speaking truly, dealing truly, living truly, enfolded in love, let us grow up in every way. And in all things into him who is the head, even Christ the Messiah, the anointed one. Because we are undeveloped in our discernment, we are unable to turn away from things 
We're unable to walk in love. We are unable to forgive. We are just unable to look. Utilize the power within. We we have to settle that. Oh yeah, I have a a mental disorder, and 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 these are just some things that we have to live with. Oh, I I have. And we take possession of disease in our body, because we refuse to be developed in our discernment. It says that you should be ready to put away all of these immature things in your life and grow up in all things in your life. Which is in Christ Jesus because he is the head of your life. So that you're able to grow in the deep understanding of God's word. And to be accustomed to, look, to be accustomed to spiritual things and matters. Mm. Read Hebrews 5 verse 12 through 14. Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 12. For even though by this time you ought to be teaching others, you actually need someone to teach you over again the very first principles of God's word. You have come to need milk, not solid food. For everyone who continues to feed on milk is obviously inexperienced and unskilled in the doctrine of righteousness of conformity to the divine will and purpose, thought, and action. For he is a mere infant, not able to talk yet. But solid food is for full-grown men, for those whose senses and mental faculties are trained by practice to discriminate and distinguish between what is morally good and noble and what is evil and contrary either to divine or human law. So, those who desire milk actually are not able to enter into any spiritual reality of their relationship with God. You can only be at the very elementary carnal thing and, to be and then to be reminded, you're supposed to walk in love. Amen. Forgive. To be reminded, it's just like a child. Didn't I tell you to put that back? Didn't I tell you to love? Didn't I Look, and Forgive. still not being able to be used in the kingdom. Because you're still at an infantile state of didn't I tell you. And not simply growing up into trusting God. Now to be able to live a righteous life. So I can't allow you to be around other children or mm -hmm. uh, take you out to look to experience and then be developed in the things in your cognitive thinking because you're not at that level yet to exercise your thinking. Because you you haven't decided to obey, which delays your cognitive thinking. Oh my God. Heard something on that one. Oh, righteous. How can we be spiritually discerning? You're going to have to desire it. You must admit that you need to de be developed in your discernment. Make your ear attentive to wisdom. Seek out mature believers that has 
or have to give a discernment. Listen to your spiritual leaders and teaching you because they're going to teach and train look, your ear to hear the voice of God. Your spiritual leaders are the prime examples to teach and train you to hear, to have a spiritual ear for your creator. They're teaching you how to rightly divide what is the word of God and what's not the word of God. And for you not to insert your own emotions and feelings and your experience in the word of God. My Lord, pray for it. King Solomon prayed, give thy servant an understanding heart mm -hmm. to judge thy people, to discern between what's good and evil. And the Lord replied, because you've asked this. Look, I'm going to give you things that you didn't even ask for. Because your heart was right. Because your, look, your heart, look, was lined up with my heart because my heart is for the people. people. You have to learn from others. Take, mark those. First, mark your spiritual leaders. Mark us. You, this is why you can't eat everywhere. Not criticize. Mark. Okay. You need to spell that out. I got to say that. Because you, you need to mark them. Marking them for what? What is the purpose of marking them? One, they stand out. Yes. And you have at some level mm -hmm. have surrendered and submitted yes. to what the scripture says. Mm -hmm. That he will give you pastors. He will give you teachers. He, he said, so oh, he's going to do these things. All of these things are for the perfecting of the you. Saints. Okay. Those who have the discernment of spirits, mm. they are the church guardians of truth. Amen. I love that. I finally understand why I, was, I would get so vexed. Thanks. Somebody give me a shield. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel that thing. Those with the gift of discernment of spirits, they are the church guardians of truth. They give clarity and insight to help us know right from wrong. You need to learn from what they teach and from what they write. Holy Spirit calling me out with my books. And, and how I, they live. And I hear you. Amen. And how they live. And how they live. Amen. Amen. Oh, my God. Depend on Holy Spirit. Be diligent in how you study the word of God. As a result, many will become believers because you have become one. Oh. That's the conclusion of the teaching of the whole matter of the survival of the church, which is discernment. Wow. We have not exercised our ability even our natural abilities of discernment when it comes to reading the word and then the spiritual discerning by exercising, putting the word into practice and knowing what is spiritual and then knowing how to digest it. So if we've been in church these um, numerous amount of years, we should be teaching. And it sounds like, it sounds like God is, is, is disappointed. He said, you should be teaching by now. Can't you hear his disappointment and grieving? He said, you should be teaching by now.
truth. It's time. It's time for the church not only to survive, but it's time for us to thrive as the body of Christ. And the only way that we can do that is first that we become true, authentic believers who implement the word of God in our lives. And we become looked at example for others because when we, we are not in faith, others see that and we call their faith to fail. We don't want your faith to fail nor their faith to fail. You must mature in the godly things, spiritual things, spiritual matters of the heart. And we're talking about the Father's heart. Amen. Amen.